Good morning, Sarah Hawk. Good morning, Bailey Shanley. Welcome to the Bottom Line Podcast. <laughs> this is your first, uh, your first go. Yes, it is. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we're, I'm excited to chat with you. Uh, we have a really fun topic today. We're going to talk a little bit about um, our time at GW um, and some things that were very important to our time here, um, which is student um, organizations and involvement in the GWSB community. Yes, we love our student organizations. This is <laughs> so, this is an important topic for you and I to talk about for sure. For sure. So we want to first tell everyone about um, how we met because it relates directly to this topic. Um, freshman year in our first year development program class, um, our mentor asked us, um, all little freshmen sitting in the audience, she was like, okay, what, what organizations are you guys getting into? And I raised my hand, sitting in the front row, of course. <laughs> little freshman and, Bailey. Yeah, and I was like, I am, um, joining Delta Sigma Pi. I want to rush the fraternity and become a brother. And there is Sarah behind me raising her hand going, I'm joining DSP too. Um, and... That's from, where the story began. Yeah, and from there, a beautiful friendship has blossomed. <laughs> yep, so here we are, yes. second semester, senior year. Crazy how that happens. Yes, um, it's, it's wild. Yeah, but it, it, our, our friendship started with Delta Sigma Pi, being involved in that, being an FYDP. Yep. Um, and now we've, you know, we've been involved in each other's lives since then through other student organizations as well. Yep. Um, yeah, and now we're, what, three weeks away from graduation? Yep. So, perfect time to reflect back on all of our involvement yes. at GW. And, and we want to encourage everyone to get involved at GW um, just because of the development it provides um, and it'll really enhance your GW experience. Yeah, yeah. And that, that includes both GWSB organizations and organizations outside of GWSB. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about just the importance of joining student organizations, though, first of all. Um, because like you just said, like at GWSB and outside GW, I think student orgs are such a big uh, just part of the community here and the culture at GW. I don't, I don't have much, much exposure to other universities or anything, but I think we're definitely unique in the level of involvement from everyone, um, the number of student organizations that we have, but also how many each individual is involved in is probably unique. Um, I always talk about them in a professional setting too, like interviews and whatnot, because I I think our little student orgs are pretty much like run like little companies. Oh, so yeah. It's, it's great experience. Definitely. It's amazing experience. And it's led both of us to where we are today yeah. and the opportunities that we've been granted for after graduation. Mm -hmm. um, so Sarah, what are some of your favorite GWSB student orgs? Oh, I have <laughs> a couple favorites and I'm obviously biased yes. because I'm involved in a couple. Um, so obviously we mentioned Delta Sigma Pi. That's the professional business fraternity that we're both involved in. Yep. Um, you and I both joined fall freshman year. Yep. So it's been a pretty influential part of our lives at GW. Yep. Um, I currently serve as president, so I also am pretty biased. <laughs> She's a great president, so we're lucky to have her. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the, the business fraternity, we're open open only to business and econ majors. So that's a great little, it's a little incubator of developing professionally, but also like developing a little, a little group of friends within this big university culture. Um, and then my other student organization that I'm currently involved in is the Women in Finance Alliance, uh, WIFA for short. Yep. Um, I'm also president of that, but I really love that one because it's, it's a very small little student organization focused, um, 
on giving opportunities to women interested in pursuing finance or just wanting to learn more about it. Um, and it's it's a very casual organization where everyone's just there to learn and, and it's it's low stakes. There's not a lot of pressure, but it's really enjoyable. So. Yeah, what you put in is what you get out. Yeah, and exactly. That's, and that goes for a lot of student organizations. Um, I know um, joining something like one of the professional business fraternities, they're going to require you to um, kind of really put your best foot forward and they're going to push you to um, network with the other organization members um, and be involved. But other organizations like GW Women in Business, which yeah. I was involved in mm -hmm. for quite a few years, um, what you put in is what you get out. Yeah. Um, if you would go to the events and you meet the members, you're going to have a much more fulfilling experience than if you just pay the membership and don't show up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk a little bit about your non-GWSB student org yes, experience? I would love to. So um, throughout my whole time at GW, I've been really involved in CHARGE, which stands for Changing Health Attitudes and Actions to Recreate Girls. It's a women's health and fitness organization. I served as the vice president of membership my sophomore year and the president um, which we call the ambassador um, my junior year. And I developed so much through both of those positions. I gained a lot of experience working on a team, putting together programming, event planning, but also a lot of um, really, really hard to get communication skills that you wouldn't get if you aren't in a leadership position. Um, like how do you kind of discipline your um, team and how to um, delegate tasks. It was really eye-opening and very mm -hmm. challenging, but I'm better off because of it. Um, and Charge as a whole was a great experience um, outside of GWSB because I, I got to meet a lot of girls that aren't in the business school um, that I just would not have met otherwise. Um, and they really their interests really align with mine, so we all connect on a really deep level. Um, and it, it's just nice to kind of get out of the business school bubble a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, and especially for that student org, it's focused on fitness and health, so it really does, like, change your lifestyle. Yeah, it charge completely changed my lifestyle. Yes. I cannot imagine my um, college experience yeah. without it. I'm definitely a health nut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I of mean, it. just from living with you for a semester and being yeah. exposed to charge, it, like, changed my lifestyle as well. So all kinds of different student organi organizations for all kinds of interests. Um, I think if we could talk about kind of the journey of when you're first joining the student orgs and maybe you're like a freshman or a sophomore and you're just joining to be a member and then that journey of going through the next couple of years maybe you join the board and you're you know a, a lower level vp and then mm -hmm. senior year or junior year when you were the charge ambassador mm -hmm. you're in a, a fully fledged leadership <laughs> yeah. position and and you're like running the student org um, do you want to talk about that journey maybe a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Um, this journey involves a lot of kind of decision making and deciding what your your passions are. So for me, I joined DSP Charge and GW Women in Business all my um, fall of freshman year. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is I, those are the three orgs that I stuck with. I, I didn't <laughs> add anything and I didn't lose anything. Yeah. Um, and then my sophomore year, I or my freshman year spring, I decided to get involved um, in the GW Women in Business Spring Conference. That was kind of my first time trying out student org involvement. I was still a member of the other organizations, but I decided I wanted a little role in the spring conference, and it was a super rewarding experience. I actually think we did that together. I think we did. I think we did. <laughs> yeah, so that was one of our first things that we did together. Um, and then from there, I decided um, that I wanted to be on the charge exec board for my sophomore year. I was really, really passionate about charge. Um, I really loved the, the overall national organization as well as our GWSB community. Um, and I just knew I needed to help that organization any way that I could. The other interesting about that is that it was a new organization when I joined. 
Um, so we were struggling even more mm-hmm. than other organizations mm-hmm. are sometimes. Um, and I really felt like I had the ability to help Charge Thrive at GW. Um, and I'd say I, I did a pretty good job looking uh, back. Yeah, I would say it's thriving. <laughs> yeah. Um, so from there, uh, sophomore year, I was really involved in Charge. Really was I really helped the president a lot, which helped me prepare to be president my junior year. Um, I was kind of her sidekick. Um, and, she, and when it came time to choose a new president, she was she was just like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. right for the role, yeah. which was really nice. And, and it was good that I could pr- I proved myself ahead of time. And I I, uh, I was confident going into the position. Um, and I, I continued to just be a member of Delta Sigma Pi and just be a member of DW Women in Business. Um, I, I went to the events. I got what I could out of those organizations. Um, but again, that key like growth and development was really happening in my charge position. My junior year, still just wanted to be a member of Delta Sigma Pi, which will be the theme that persists throughout my DWSP <laughs> career. I love DSP, all my friends are in DSP, but I just was never had the capacity nor, um, yeah, it was mostly, I just never had the capacity yeah. to get involved. And and I made that decision for myself. Also being a wellness nut, I, I knew not to take on more than I could handle mm-hmm. because I wanted to have my time to, you know, explore my other passions, especially in health and fitness, which I was mm-hmm. able to do through, I was able to do that more through charge than I would have been able to if I had a role in DSP. Right. Um, and yeah, and then my senior year, um, I, I stayed involved in charge a little bit um, through by being just a small group coordinator, which is like just a very small role. Um, and the exec team will call me in sometimes to help them make decisions and I support their operations, but I've been able to just be a member in my senior year, which is also extremely rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, and overall, just student orgs, yeah, I don't know what I would do without them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they help you get jobs, they help <laughs> you um, learn and learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and without charge and DSP and GW and women in business, like I just don't know where any of my inspiration or motivation would come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I can talk a little bit about that, like the inspiration. I know yeah. joining Delta Sigma Pi fall freshman year, I was still trying, I knew I wanted to study finance and international business, but you know, I wasn't dead set on it yet. I hadn't really confirmed it. I didn't have much experience. So by virtue of just talking to the other members and the older members and seeing where all of these people were going off to work and what they're doing with internships and just with their, their courses and, you know, the different classes that they're taking, it really exposes you to so much more than just the student organization yep. um, itself. And then by virtue of the Women in Finance Alliance being founded, I think, the, the spring of my sophomore year, so it's also a fairly young student org, um, that helped me solidify my interest in finance and like really have an outlet to explore it and explore all different types of finance. So it definitely helps to join these student organizations. It it helps you learn more about yourself and and what it is that you even want to do when your four years are up at this school and you actually have to go out into the real world. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I want to reiterate the um, getting, you get the exposure that you have to upperclassmen students when you join these student organizations. Um, It's really hard. When you're a freshman, you're not going to have sophomore, junior, no, senior, you're, surrounded by, you're surrounded by freshmen and you're kind of in a freshman bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get into these student organizations and you start meeting people, you do get really amazing exposure to upperclassmen who want to help you and give you advice um, to jumpstart your professional development. Um, I know through DSP, um, we have to do all these brother interviews mm-hmm. where um, you get to, you have a 30 minute conversation with almost half the chapter um, and you really get to know the brothers through that. But also, it wasn't. It, it was 
nice to get to know the brothers, but was really nice to hear what they were doing, what they were up to, what kind of opportunities they had gotten um, from their varying concentrations and student org involvement. Um, and also just to hear what advice they had for you as a freshman and, and really, and I really took all of that to heart. I remember, so I'm an accounting major and meeting with um, one of the seniors who was um, an accounting major and I hadn't declared accounting at the time, but she was just so passionate about accounting. She told me all about her um, experiences, like what I would need to do if I wanted to be accounting major to get the opportunities in the audit industry. Um, and that really inspired me and, and really helped me make that decision to become an accounting major. And I just don't know where else I would have mm -hmm. found that information yeah. if I hadn't met with other students. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's only so much that you can learn through classes and only so much you can learn through I mean, maybe attending some company events or like a couple events put on by GWSB, but really getting involved in the community, which is the student organization kind of landscape, that's that's where you're going to benefit the most, I think, at least yeah. from our experience. Yeah, networking with your peers yes. is crucial. Yeah. Just this past weekend, I was at the um, spring conference again for GW Women in Business. Mm -hmm. I've gone every year now, so I, I feel really good about that. <laughs> and I, I really love this conference. Um, but this year was especially cool for me because um, kind of as a senior, sometimes you might think like, oh, this doesn't apply to me anymore. Like mm -hmm. I'm kind of set up. I'm good to go. Um, but there was so many alumni who came back who are like three or four years out in their career, mm -hmm. but they were the juniors and seniors when I was a freshman, and it was just so great to see them again yeah. and reconnect. Um, and they were asking me how I was, and they were happy to see that um, you know I was finding success and yeah. ready to graduate. Um, and they, it was just great to make those connections. Like you just can't yeah. get it anywhere it, else. No, you you really can't. It's it's unlike anything else. Yeah. Um, Let's talk a little bit about how people can get involved because I think, like we're talking about, like student organizations are everywhere at GW. There's so many. How, how do you think is the best way for someone to figure out what student org to join or how to identify what it is they're even interested in? When you're a freshman, you, that first um, gigantic org fair that they yes. have in the fall, go to it. Like, seriously, go to it. It's going to blow your mind, first off, because there's yeah. so many organizations. Um, but it, it hopefully at that, you can find something that really interests you. You'll get to, t there's tables for every organization, so you'll get to talk to the members of the organizations that you're interested in. That's actually the first time I connected with DSP. Mm. I went to the org fair knowing which orgs I wanted to go find. I wanted to find Charge, I wanted to find DSP, and I wanted to find GW <laughs> Women in Business. Um, and I talked to the brothers at, at, at the DSP table, and they gave me all the information I needed to know about joining the organization, um, and I could jump right in from there. So definitely go to that org, student or, that student org fair, mm -hmm. um, and also kind of do your homework before maybe and know because it is overwhelming. There's yeah. like 300 tables. Yeah. Um, do your homework and know which ones you want to go talk yeah. to, and then they have a map, and then you can go find them. <laughs> <laughs> and then try to decipher the map and, yeah. and run around Marvin Center or something. Yeah, wherever they're to be on the street. Yeah, but now they that's do it in true. district. Oh, that's true. Yeah, um, I would say my advice is just being be open minded, especially if it's your. Even if you're a sophomore looking to join student orgs, even if you're a junior, just be open-minded. Um, I remember my freshman year, in addition to all the business school ones, I joined like a photography club. And that was so much fun and it got me off campus and, and exposed me to so many people interested in photography and, and to the DC area. So that was a great student org to be a part of and I wouldn't have joined it if I hadn't have gone to a student org fair and, and yeah. seen it. Um, so just be open to different opportunities. You never know 
what might strike your interest you can go to a meeting maybe decide it's not for you and and you don't have you're not committed to it you don't have to stay yeah um but yeah I think I think not just pigeonholing yourself though um and taking time to really expose yourself to what all the options are out there because yeah, like you said, those career fairs are overwhelming. Yeah, or walk, org fair. Or, oh, yeah. <laughs> We're yeah, too well, career focused here. <laughs> career fairs. <laughs> org fairs are overwhelming. Um, and then you'll walk into Duquesne or somewhere or Marvin Center and you'll just see all these flyers for different stuff going on. It can be a lot. So um, kind of picking and choosing, but but not necessarily saying no to anything right away. Yeah, and, and all there's definitely resources online where you can look up what the student organizations are. Um, what, who you need to contact if you're interested in learning more about the organizations and say you like miss the org fair and you still want to get involved, um, definitely just look to those online resources mm-hmm. and ask around. Yeah. You never know. People are always recruiting for their organizations yeah, too. Yeah, always. Always. Yeah. I, even like, even though like the student orgs I'm accept, I'm involved in right now aren't accepting members at this point in the semester, I still have people asking me about how to join and I'm yeah. like, oh, I'll just get your email address and I'll, I'll make sure yeah. that you get an email next semester. Yeah, yeah just recruit them yeah. for the next semester. That's what we do for charge too. Yeah. So. Well, what else should we talk about, Bailey? Um, I just want to make one last comment about um, if you do get these student org, if you do get involved in a student org and you do get a leadership position, make sure you put it on your resume. Yes. These are like, they are, they're many jobs. Um, you get so much experience and hard skills from um, being a leader in a student organization, from running meetings to just even being involved in meetings. That could be mm-hmm. a new setting for you um, to event planning and, um, you know, organizing a Google Drive with all your orgs. Stuff. Yes. yes. <laughs> you, you don't re- realize the amount of paperwork mm-hmm. that goes into a student organization. It's yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being the person who organizes that, I mean, that's a hard skill that you can put on your resume and those these will help you get um, those first internships, especially if you've never had a job, like a part-time job um, or anything, having student org leadership is totally equivalent to a part-time job. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. It's like having a part-time job, but you're not getting paid for it. <laughs> However, you are developing your passions and your interests, and that's what's going to differentiate you. I will say, we talked a lot about the benefits of student organizations mm-hmm. and how you should absolutely join at least one. I think everyone should be involved. At least one. But yeah. on the flip side, don't join too many. Don't yes. let it consume your life, um, which it's easy to let it do that. And mm-hmm. you don't want it to start affecting your academics or your social life or anything like that. You want to have a balance. Um, and I think during that, that critical period when you're a freshman and sophomore trying to figure out what you want to do, um, a lot of people get over-involved and they're stressed out and they're not really able to enjoy it. And I think from Bailey and my perspective, us being seniors now, like, yeah. definitely take time to enjoy it and, and to breathe and to get involved in what you want to, but don't don't be running around and, and not able yeah. to. Don't be running around like a chicken with its head cut off. Yes, going from to, meeting to meeting. Yeah, five student organization yes. meetings a night. Yes, um, yeah. which it's easier to say that than to actually do it. We mm-hmm. know we've been there, but... Yep. It's part of the GW culture to get involved, but you want to, you know, pump the brakes if it gets too overwhelming. Know yourself, know what you can handle, know your time commitment, know, you know, maybe you're someone who you really have to study a lot and Mm -hmm. you you just only have so many many hours in the week to um, commit to a student org. Maybe you're someone you know you'd rather have a job and make money. Mm -hmm. You Maybe you won't join as many student organizations then. I know that was kind of one of the things that I did. Like, I've always had a job. Um, so that's why I did kind of limit my student org involvement to like those three organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, just figure out what works yeah. for you. I yeah. mean, it, it's, your, it's your college experience. You can make of it what you want. Yes, I agree. And at the end of the day, it's you're here for four, maybe five years, depending, maybe three years. Yeah, well, more three years more so at yeah, PW, actually. I find. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, what you're going to want to graduate with are the memories and the experiences that you're going to be able to talk about, but also the relationships that you build. So like Bailey and I met yes. fall freshman year. We're still friends film or recording this podcast yep. four years later. So yeah, it's great. So full fun. circle. Yeah, full circle. Um, thank you guys all for listening. I hope you learned something about student organizations. Um, and of course, if you ever have any questions, you can always reach out um, to the Fowler coordinators. They are usually very involved in student organizations as mm-hmm. well, on top of being Fowler coordinators. Um, so thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of The Bottom Line, brought to you by GWSB's Fowler coordinators, in partnership with the F. David Fowler Career Center. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with anyone else who can benefit from its content. Thanks.